Hello there. Howdy. Welcome to the Tim OT podcast. We're, We're here with Aim High and Discord Theory. How are y'all doing? Doing awesome, Yo. my dude. Thanks for having us. That way, that way, that way. Aim High, local man forever. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. Caleb, where are you located right now? Like, where, where are y'all based out of? Aim we High, that is. Of, and I'm located in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, right on. Okay. Go Cox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, go Cox last game. We- just kidding. But, uh, but like I just thought uh, I'd say it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, last game we put up like 30 points and then we still lost. And then two days later, both of our uh both of our linebackers, our main linebackers, got season ending ending injuries. So uh, I don't think it's gonna be looking good for the game Cox for the rest. <laughs> I mean Arkansas will do that to you, right? And uh yeah. Luis, where's Discord theory out of? Uh, we are based out of beautiful Tampa, Florida, my dude. Love oh, it here. Uh, definitely hot as hell as well, so I feel you on the Mexico hotness, Ryan. But lots of cool stuff going down down here. Florida gets a bad rap, but we got cool places like Tampa and Orlando where we got some good music going on. Who do you think is facing the worst humidity right now? Oof. I'm in Texas. <laughs> Ryan's in Mexico. Where in Texas are you? Because that also has a big part of the Dallas. Mm. Dallas? I hear like uh, South Carolina, like Columbia gets pretty like nasty. Yeah. But then you think, Florida too, I mean. No, yeah, I think we're just all hot as hell. I think that's I, the, I will the say consensus. This. I agree. We I are will... all hot as hell. <laughs> as you can that see too. on YouTube. I, I used to live in Houston, which I know is not like super close to Dallas, but I mean it's in the same general state. Okay, that's like a whole other great. type of humidity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but what I'm saying is it's more it's more way more humid here than it is in Houston. If that Houston? like okay. sort of like frame of reference, yeah. I mean, living in Houston, Houston's like a swamp basically, <laughs> but it also yeah. doesn't yeah, no, really that's get what, that that's hot like either, though. Yeah, that's Houston like. We also do have a swamp here, and I'm sure, and also like because uh, we there's a bayou in Houston, but but there's also actual like swamps and rivers yeah. like that here. I don't know. There was a meme going around. I don't know if you've seen it, but this dude caught this gator, and it was like stupid. It looked like a fucking dinosaur. Like literally looked like a fucking <laughs> actual fucking real what? life real time dinosaur. In and, South uh, Carolina or Houston? Yeah. You know, in South Carolina, it was at the bottom of Lake Erie. Right. Jesus. Right. South Carolina, that's just like, that's another word for swamp, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a bunch of swamps out here. Mm. Now, I feel you on the swamps and the gators. We got I mean, those plenty here in Florida. Hell yeah. I mean, thinking about it, just like looking, like, we've had like a shit ton of guests from Florida. I don't know what is in the water of Florida that makes <laughs> But I mean, it, it works out for us. I mean, and we got some legendary bands coming out of Florida: Underworlds, from first to oh, last, yeah. Amberlin, yeah. A Day to Remember. Yeah. I mean, you know, legendary to me at least. You know, <laughs> there's a. I mean, there's definitely something in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's skaters or musical yeah. talent, I don't as long know. as you feel through, obviously musical talents or both. <laughs> Get to drink as long actually, as you feel through. I think maybe it's like if there's gators, I think that correlates with good music. Yeah, you know, you know what? Florida, Louisiana, Houston. 
You know how Florida um, gets a really bad rep, so everybody's just like really has all this negative energy from getting a bad rep all the time. So I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask you about that. What? Who? Who talks shit about Florida? But like, aside from the Florida man memes or whatever. Um, like, I only I see like Florida gets I, on a bad the, rep. Oh man, I mean, I love it, but I see it on TV all the time, <laughs> uh, and even well, like, um, you know, where I see you never heard of Florida man. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, that's oh, okay, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, no, that, okay, the, the brewery I work Florida at man. actually has a beer called Florida Men. It's pretty, it's pretty popular. <laughs> oh, uh, so there's actually a, IPA, there's actually yeah. a band, there's actually a band out of South Carolina called Florida Men. Nice, Florida Men. Nice. That guy's really good. Be... played with them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah that'd be good. a really good name for like a Southern hardcore band. It's Florida Man for sure. Yeah. yeah. So Luis. Who is the yes. most Florida man out of Discord theory? Oh, man. <laughs> I would have to say, unfortunately, me, because I am the more the party down. Maybe you have a little bit more drinks after the show kind of guy of the band. So I guess I, I'll be the Florida shit. man of visit. Yeah, you All know, right. I like I like to get down with the homies and have a good time and, you know, love the good vibes and having a couple of drinks, you know. All right. Other good I stuff. I can do it. Yeah. And I also jump around the most on stage. So, you know, my wild <laughs> antics got to give me a little something, you know, doing those guitar swings. Absolutely. All that crazy nonsense. Time. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So, like, Caleb, like, I don't know what would be the equivalent of Florida man. <laughs> South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> Who's the most South Carolina? Um, maybe a big Cox energy for the team. <laughs> I mean, I think South Carolina probably has an equivalent to Florida man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's just not as well known. <laughs> and there's definitely a, yeah, a South yeah. Carolina man, a Kentucky man, a Tennessee man, Alabama. Yeah. Man, that's all a thing for sure. It's just not as high profile as Florida man. Yeah. Louisiana like, man, definitely a thing. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, so like I was born here, um, and then moved back and forth from here to Houston. Uh, um, Steven, he's actually from like up in New York, so uh, he's, he's definitely not Steven. Uh, <laughs> Coleman's from around here. He actually, I feel like it's, I, I probably would say at the moment for our current lineup, probably a tie between Coleman and I because Coleman. We had, like, uh, his little brother and I went to, like, the same high school for a little bit. And um, I remember they would go back and forth between high school, like, uh, this one called Hopkins, which is, like, kind of, like, the, out in the country. So, I, I, he's definitely uh, he's definitely got some some South Carolina tendencies. <laughs> and so do I. Yeah. I yeah. Hell yeah. It's always good to have a little love for the hometown hero, you know, and, and if you're the hometown hero, you got to just share that love with your hometown. <laughs> Dude, well said. I like that. So put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, man. Copyright infringement right now. <laughs> Coming for you. But I guess we should just like roll into it. So, uh, Caleb, how about we go all the way back and we'll Luis will hit you with this question right Wait, after. before we start that i just want to ask is there an ie man inland empire man dude the whole city is inland empire man like if you go to the, 
That's because that's where that's where Trevor from Grand Theft Auto is from, right? I uh, God, I hope not. <laughs> that that means he's fitting in. Isn't it. that? <laughs> I thought that's kind of like the idea where he's, or is that, I, or is that like further? Kind of. He lives in the high desert, but like if you were to go to the high desert, like like north of the Inland Empire, which is like Southern California, it's yeah. Breaking Bad, the show is just copying <laughs> Southern California. <laughs> I mean, that of, is New Mexico, definitely. I think that's of, New Mexico, man, for a sure. A lot of people missing teeth out there, but um, you know, like. <laughs> December <laughs> uh, is rated one of the worst cities in the world for a reason like in America in the world like yeah I'm glad I don't live there uh, Mexico is so much better even though you know that we have we have our own issues but <laughs> it's, it's a lot safer I'll say like in my Ooh. home quiet <laughs> on the beach <laughs> wow you heard it here first, uh, Fox News listeners. Ryan is safer in Tijuana than he is in San Bernardino. <laughs> Controversial, man. He, yeah, I would say that. I would definitely. Uh, I'm a little further away from TJ. I mean, like 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, I'm, okay. I'm yeah. Rosarito, TJ. I mean, there's a safety net in here somewhere. I mean, no one bugs me. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I, I lived like pretty close to the border last summer and like in texas and like it really wasn't that it wasn't like i don't think i ever really felt unsafe i mean i knew people were like you know i knew i knew which people were like definitely like gangsters or whatever things like that but like i don't know i don't, I don't think i ever was worried about you know something happening to me <laughs> just don't hear uh juarez you know like invalid litter department by uh at the drive-in kind of covers that subject matter <laughs> mm -hmm. certain areas mm -hmm. I would always, I if you ever visit Mexico, I recommend just you know be polite, just be polite. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, crazier shit seems to happen in like South Dallas than in South Texas. <laughs> but oh, I would but whatever. Let's, let's get on to the next. Uh, I don't know, man. Some some crazy shit be happening in Houston. I, they they did gentrify <laughs> a lot of like like third ward area and shit like that. Uh, but like they got fifth ward down there, Houston. They still, they, they, they were going crazy down there. <laughs> <laughs> you just think to me, because like when gentrification, you know, when people try to doll up the neighborhood, make it look all nice, it's like you didn't get rid of the, the people. The people, yeah. Yeah, that's well, like, that's the thing about, about uh, Texas and Louisiana. They like whenever they were like building the infrastructure for the cities, they, ma they made the wards on purpose and like put them underneath all of like the bypasses and underneath the like uh big like the interstates that they were building and yeah. obviously like that's like you know where the low income people are going to stay and stuff like that but now they're trying to gentrify it because it's so close to the city yeah uh, and so it's like uh yeah it's it's weird oh yeah just... tampa is like all gentrified pretty much all the old spots everywhere yeah. you gotta pay for parking everywhere now and it's just like, can't put a fresh coat of paint on something without solving, like, the issues that are at a ground level. Mm -hmm. You got to take care of the people, man. You can't just, like, paint the buildings up and try to, like, you know, change all the benches that have spikes on them. That's not going to – you're not well, helping. You got to you gotta get people housing or else they're going to be homeless. And affordable housing or else they're yeah. going to end up homeless and not have benches to sleep on because you put, like, shit in the middle of it. Yeah. 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 It's one of the main things playing everywhere right now, the whole world. Yeah. We care about people. Um everyone. We care about you on the demo team podcast. You know, we yes. all want 
it's, it's not easy out there right now. And I, I'm sure that's a heavy handed subject for some people that came here looking for some pop punk. Or some <laughs> stuff. But, hey, we're, we're, we're all adults here, man. We should all care yeah. about where we live and the people that live there. This video Absolutely. is sponsored by making the world a better place. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Takes a big chug after that one. Yeah. <laughs> big chungus right here. But I guess we big should chungus. move on. <laughs> Music like discussion, maybe, possibly. <laughs> um, Caleb, we'll start with you. How did you go about becoming the stalwart musician that you are today? Like, what made you get into, you know, playing, wanting to be in a band? Like, was there, like, certain artists, music that you, like, gravitated towards, and you are just like, dang, I want to do that? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, a little bit of, like, I guess, back context, just for me personally. Uh, I've been a uh, music concert photographer, whatever you want to call it, uh, for, like, roughly 10 years. So way before the band got started and my like venture, you know, journey or whatever you want to call it, doing that uh, led me to, you know, uh, make some, uh, sorry, uh, I got hit by a car while driving my motorcycle. So I have a speech impediment. So if I like speak weird, that's what it is. But anyway, good um, man, don't worry. (laughs) Okay, dude, I speak weird too. I got an accent. We're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm like pretty much over my speech impediment, but I'm working on all my speech therapist. But anyways, um, yeah, so uh, made I you know networked a bunch when I was you know doing that. Uh, shooting Warp Tour was a you know big opportunity for me to network and meet a bunch of people in the scene. Um, multi- bunch of festivals, bunch of tours, stuff like that. So I would definitely say that in regards to me getting my like, foot in the door in the music scene definitely my photography uh helped out with that and made a lot of like connections and stuff like that so in regards to going back to the like to answer your question um when like I've always uh like since high school was you know into music obviously before that uh music's been a huge part of my life in regards to making music and like playing guitar producing all that stuff I started to get into it in high school. I was more focused on kind of like uh, hip hop stuff, but I always had, I always was really into like, you know, bands, uh, even like old school bands, Beatles, Led Zeppelin. to like, you know, like punk bands, like, you know, uh, uh, like the clash stuff like that. I was, uh, I'm very big into sublime, um, kind of, you know, uh, pop punk, like Blink-182 story so far, whole, whole bunch of inspirations from like around the sound spectrum so in regards to like when it was time for me to be like hmm, this is something that i want to take seriously and you know make into a, a project i uh i hate to use the word organically it sounds uh cliche or whatever but i just kind of organically let those music uh influences naturally like influence uh the direction you know uh the band uh went in and so yeah that's that's pretty much it <laughs> so oh different backdrop shoot little bit. sunglasses too man I, I saw caleb have a cigarette <laughs> so i ran outside <laughs> <laughs> no that's a wonderful story my friend oh yeah dude appreciate it same question though. I'd how'd, you, it. how'd you get into like the music thing and would give you that passion and drive uh so definitely from um 
growing up where I'm from in Ecuador, you know, there was music all around. A lot of my family members played music. So that I was always interested in watching them play. And I used to just like, when I was a kid, mess around and just slap the guitar strings and try to make songs off just the individual notes. But then I didn't really get into it till like high school. I used to go to a lot of the local pop punk and post hardcore shows and metal shows uh, locally. Um, so I used to go to those all the time. And then really places like Warp Tour really changed my life for me where I used to see smaller artists um, that I really enjoyed play. And I could be like, man, maybe something that I could do one day. And uh, so I really just changed my life. Actually, like, um, if I remember one specific moment, this was before Paramore was like one of the biggest bands of all time. They were still playing the smaller stages. But Haley Williams made a big speech about how she used to just be one of us in the crowd. And now she gets to play Warped Tour and all this stuff. And it was a dream come true. And that really hit me as a kid. And then watching Blink-182 and Green Day videos um, and seeing how much fun they were having. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do with my life. And then when I really started taking it seriously is when I got into bands like um, Bayside, Say Anything, and like from first to last with like the more like heavy handed lyrics and stuff like that. And then to me, it really hit me on a deeper emotional level. So it wasn't just about having fun and playing the show. It really became about, man, I want to create this feeling for somebody else, you know, make, the, make them feel like they got someone to relate to in a certain kind of way of that, or that somebody's been through something that they have. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause like both y'all guys, like you list your influences and it's kind of like, sometimes we get bands on here that'll be like, yeah, we, we, we kind of sound like this band, but we're not like influenced at all. But it's kind of like you guys are a little different cause you kind of wear like your influences on your sleeve. Kind of like, like it's good. I, I find that more refreshing. Literally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, Tired and like we, we already said the word cliche and it is cliche to say but i mean i i can't tell you how many bands will just be like oh i hate that band i'm not i, I don't just like admit it <laughs> you are copying i don't know no that's not like, i mean oh, like, i don't like architects but i make gents <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think it's just like who cares like yeah you obviously were you if you're influenced by someone that's like cool it's like that's kind of how everyone does everything you, you, no one just i mean for the first guy to make music no one like ever was like yeah not following someone else so pretty much wear I mean, those influences on your sleeve yeah let I everyone think, know the bands that you love yeah i i agree i think that like that is something like that sentiment of like actually if you have something that like moves you and touches you and speaks to you, like share that with people, because it's like you said, like no one's going to know about it unless you share it. And then also mm. somebody, somebody else could also be touched by it in the same way or even a more profound way than you mm. were. And you never 100%. know. No one ever knows. So yeah, I definitely believe that like, you know, sharing influences like, in particular, just an anecdotal example. So aside from the band stuff that uh, I mentioned, I you know do my own solo music as well. Um, recently, I discovered an artist uh, called Breakins, and uh, it's like they're like a hyper pop kind of glitchy uh, soul kind of like, uh, 
kind of like Bill Murray, but like a okay. little, little different lane. But anyways, um, their music is just amazing. And I've just recently, literally the past, like probably maybe two weeks discovered them. And I just want to like share it and scream with the world. Like, <laughs> yo, everybody needs to check out Breakins. Like, this is so dope. Like it's, it's yeah. There's no reason to try to keep the good music. Like people are like, like you want the people to that, no gatekeeping stuff, yeah like no gatekeeping. To like get there so like yeah you gotta share their shit to help them out for sure absolutely i think uh, it's like like it's like a leader mentality because like i feel like if you're gatekeeping or like going around hating on stuff and just being like oh i don't like this this and this and if you like this i don't like you i feel like that's more of like it closes more doors than it opens because you could just you could be airing your grievances like, oh, I hate this band. This band sucks. And then, you know, if you're a band or an artist yourself, you don't want to become popular as an artist or a musician that just shits on other bands because not only does that look bad on your peers because they're like, wow, that guy just fucking hates everything. You don't want to also... Yeah, you don't Fantano. Want to- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like you want to have that leadership mentality where you're you're more open-minded to like check out more stuff because if you're like going around hating on stuff or just being like this sucks it's just like i feel like it's one of those situations like where you get more bees with honey than you do vinegar kind of deal i mean i always felt like it was super cheap like going like going that route like just trying to be negative and get like attention doing that like i just it's like you're clearly not very creative that's the route you have to take to like get you know internet attention so also hey. if you can't keep this podcast i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> nah i said that shit oh we can cuss right a little bit yeah you can cuss all you want i don't care <laughs> yeah how many cuss words you get is it like pg-13 you only get like one <laughs> i don't know is yeah. someone counting our cuss words and like <laughs> And like giving us a rating, that'd be hilarious. As far as the influences go, I feel guys, like you um, can't cuss anymore. We we spend them. Oh uh, yeah, you just used all of them. But yeah, no, as far well, as we can still have go, tasteful nudity. Uh, I feel like um everything's already almost been done, so you gotta gotta just take the stuff you like and make it your own. Just wanted to drop that in Absolutely. there because I had to lend, lend that thought in there still. I but, mean, yeah. one thing specifically, I think. A lot of people are hesitant to say that they're influenced by Dance Gavin Dance. And I kind of think that usually it's more, I think, a positive, like it, as in like it helps people, it helps you reach other people when you kind of like just yeah. give into totally. that. I mean, even I, even though I know a lot of people probably like, I don't know, aren't, aren't like huge fans of but like, I do think it like probably is more positive to just like kind of give into that, even though, you know, dance Kevin dance fans can definitely be on their doing their own crazy thing from time to time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, no, totally. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about like bands that we yeah. usually that we talk with a lot. But They're like you know. really influential in the last like 10 years or so, even more the last five years. As far as post hardcore music goes, so yeah. no, it's the truth. Um, have you guys heard that new Polyphia song though, with yeah. Sophia Black? Well, yeah, what, what do you guys? Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? I'm digging that. I haven't listened I, to it yet. <laughs> I feel like Polyphia kind of like 
have that like outsider energy where they like they keep doing their own thing and they keep getting rewarded for staying in that lane of experimental and like yeah absolutely I feel like it's very futuristic as far as like the sound wise you know it has like a different language mixing pop you know with their uh you know there are with their polyphia stuff which is already doing like metal core pop trap whatever yeah Yeah. so now i really enjoyed it and i feel like that was very like a modern what i would like radio almost like i could hear that on the radio in a good way you know yeah i feel like that's that's kind of like the future of music these days because like he said everything's already been done and Mm -hmm. i feel like with the current crop of musicians that keep like, you know, like what becomes popular and what becomes more successful. It's kind of those people that are blending a lot of elements and creating a fusion that makes it sound fresh, new and yeah. different as it's not like pigeonholed. It's not the same thing, like just done differently with like a slightly different vocalist or instead of chugs, it's like, you know, Jen. <laughs> yeah. just like, instead of chugs, it's chubs. <laughs> it's always chubs, dude. I like We're playing. <laughs> I mean, I think Polyphia is kind of like, I mean, they've taken so many different lanes that they can appeal to a lot of different people. And I think it's kind of one of those things where you can say you're a fan of Polyphia and people are like, will be like, will positively reward you for being a fan of Polyphia. <laughs> They'll think you have good taste in music. <laughs> like, no matter, like, almost from like, probably any like vantage point whichever way you per, like if you're a metal person you say you're into polyphia i think that a lot of i mean who knows actually metal people are can be kind of assholes but like i think <laughs> if you're like uh i mean like if, if you come from it from a pop or like hyper pop or like i don't know like punk pop or you know post hardcore metal core i think you can probably you could say you're a fan of polyphia and people would generally positively view that so i mean shout to polyphia on the same they're killing it yeah on the same stretch you got people that you know sometimes are like aggressively against like blending of like genre the purest and if you are a musician that gets like you know chewed out or berated for blending genres and just kind of like doing different things like don't ever take that criticism too much to heart because on one stretch you got to remember that like haters can make you famous people that will take, <laughs> talk shit about your music they're still talking about you and, like, and it all comes back around you know, too like, notice how up, big new metal is these days like, <laughs> effects, like nobody good that now. has ever ever no musician no artist no band that has ever put out any work of art or or piece of music that is considered revolutionary has not been told by their peers at some point yo that's too much blending you're mixing this and you're mixing that first time you know run dmc uh and stuff like that lincoln park whenever they were doing their multi-genre shit people were telling me yo yo what are y'all doing y'all trying to be a commercial band y'all need to do this you need that you need to stop blending and stuff like that like every in regards to the evolution of music every revolutionary piece that has like come out and that has been like has shifted the 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 scene or that has shifted the what's considered commercially acceptable or not or whatever have you is 
made by the evolution of music and the blending of styles. And I personally think eventually, maybe, I don't know, 10 years, maybe sooner, maybe 20 years, maybe more, eventually there's going to be to the point where the people that listen to Polyphia and the, the ones that like are negative about it and are the ones that listen to like, or the ones that will listen to some multi-genre mixed stuff that isn't considered mainstream or typical or whatever, eventually with artists like Bill Murray blowing up mm-hmm. and uh, artists, you know, like you know, bands like Dan Gavin Dance and stuff, just that isn't the, the norm, right? Mm-hmm. That's like mixing genres and stuff like that becoming more popular as time progresses, that's going to be the norm. And then those people that are like expecting like, Hey, I just want a fucking another Metallica album or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's just an example or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's not going to yeah. be expected in the next yeah. 10 years. So we, as consumers of music, if we're looking at it realistically have to evolve with the music. Yeah. yeah. That, that's 100%. Hard. That's or at least stable. catch the right nostalgic wave. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 Not, if you don't be like evolving, I mean, you can just <laughs> All right. wait till your music comes back around. It probably will. Quick I Linkin mean, Park fun fact. Uh, the record label actually wanted them to kick out Mike Shinoda. They were like, oh, yo, you know, why, why are you, what are you doing with this guy? Just a second singer? He just raps? So, yeah. So I'll throw that out there. It's like the exact opposite of Evanescence, where they made them out of rappers. Yeah. To, uh, wake me up. Inside. Yeah, I just that shit came out hard though. That shit yeah, came out hard though. Oh know, yeah, for sure. I know they that, said like, the that they cried. Like, they said that they cried and that they were. Yeah, that was going. Oh, it goes hard for sure. Like oh, they yeah. cried and they like almost turned down the record deal. Like, yeah, because yeah. they were just like, I, no fucking way. And they they still didn't. They still don't like it to this day. But it went hard. Yeah, it's on the Daredevil soundtrack for a reason. Like nobody remembers the movie Daredevil, <laughs> <laughs> or at least for the right reasons, no one remembers the movie Daredevil. Yeah, uh, nah, bro. <laughs> what, what's her name? Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that movie. I remember her. <laughs> Jennifer. I unfortunately remember nice. Alexa. I unfortunately remember that. I was uh Yeah, I paid to see that in theaters. I it was I even, <laughs> I remember watching it and be like, this is pretty bad. And even I was like maybe like 13 or 11 or whatever, and I was still like, Yeah, this I think this is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I watched Morbius recently and there was such like an online like hater campaign, yeah. like, a meme campaign that made it hilarious. But like I watched it and I was like, these motherfuckers have never seen Electra. These guys have never seen <laughs> They ain't never seen Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, where he's pissed at fire. I'm just I mean, like. <laughs> first Ghost Rider wasn't terrible. It was very, you know, mid 2000s. Like, yeah. this, we're going to half ass this comic book movie. But yeah, I have a soft spot for those early 2000s mediocre. Yeah, like, I, like, I, I, I like Fantastic really Four. Ghost Rider that dirty because, like, I like Nicolas Cage as a actor. Yeah. And the fact that, like, that just happened i just didn't like any of it at all and i was yeah. like oh yeah we should it's, interview nicholas cage yeah Dude, that, i bet you he would cool. do it he, he's y'all, y'all heard of that band cool called nicholas rage i have yeah. heard of nicholas i have rage. heard of it. <laughs> i was actually kind of upset that they called themselves nicholas rage because i was like damn that's such a good band name like when you hear it <laughs> 
yeah. like AI or Discord theory. You just get mad. <laughs> ah, thanks, bro. Thanks. I was thinking of uh, Bruce Brain, like Bruce Wayne. That was one I was thinking of. <laughs> it kind of had that style. I, I like those band names. My band Bruce was Brain. out for it. Yeah. If Batman was in Marvel, that's what his name would be. Bruce Brain. <laughs> Bruce Brain. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like those uh bandits. Also, Bill Murray kind of rules, so it kind of makes awesome. it yeah, it makes it better. Yeah, get that. Yeah, it's always that like punny like wordplay that always like sticks with you. I think that Simpsons said it best because when they named their band the B Sharps, they were just kind of like, uh, it has to be clever and it has to be funny. It has to be less funny every time you hear it, but it's still funny no matter what. Yeah. I like Aim High a lot. I thought that was a good one. How'd you come up with that? Uh, honestly, so fucking with Aim High in regards to like the name, it more so was something that was developed off of something like just like some bullshit phrase that we used to say. So like you know how in mm. uh in like probably like two thousand I don't know ten around there there was like a bunch of rap artists like Migos um also um specifically uh, in regards to me coming up with the name of it um uh Kendrick Lamar and Rich the Kid just put out the the you know that song new, new freezer y'all remember that song new freezer bitch too far into the freezer <laughs> Oh, dude. Anyway, uh, yeah, I remember. They would, they would say, they would say that, remember, way, that way, that way, that way, a whole bunch. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that became like a thing. And so I was like, like it would be like a call and response. Like, uh, you know, my band members would come over, like, we, like we had, we were like working on music, but we didn't have like a name for the band. And it's like, yeah, we'd be like, oh, which way, that way. And we'd always like point up. So, like, aim high, like that way kind of just made mm. sense. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig it, man. That's Dig a it. good. That's a good band origin, band name origin yeah. for sure. All right, Discord. You, you guys, you guys started a Discord, and then you got a theory. Like, well, how does that come? <laughs> nah, mine's not as fun. Um, we were so Discord theory kind of came together out of the skeleton of my last band called the Invention of, and I really liked that name, but I didn't want to use it again. And then, so we had like a whole bunch of names on the board and I really liked something like the idea of a chaos theory kind of idea, but there was like a million bands that had done chaos theory, like nobody big, but you know, enough that I was like, I don't want to do that. So someone came up with the idea of just discord by itself because of our, how we'd like to combine genres and our music a lot and stuff. And just throw a little left turn and whatever your expectation of the song or whatever that is. So we kind of just put the whole chaos theory and the discord theory together and kind of, kind of went with that. And then we also call our fans, uh, DT fam. So, and then we do the DTF capital, you know, DTF. <laughs> <laughs> so we say you're DTF, you're part of the DT fam. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that's just a that's like thing, us. You know? We got a DT fam, right? Kind of. Yeah. DTF. That's, that's also like <laughs> DTF AM. So like you're down to fuck, but only in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> DT fuck. Hey, that's yeah. the best time. That's the best time. We're not tired. <laughs> we didn't have too many drinks, you know. You're good to go. You're fresh. <laughs> fresh. Being like, what, like, 
literally like one of the things you were mentioning or that you touched on that's like for sure a thing it's like trying to come up with a name that's also like not already taken like for us i thought i thought like yo there's no way that like aim high isn't already taken and like mm-hmm. i like went and looked and like there was like a, a rapper from like a different country that wasn't really doing too much and obviously there was like the air force thing and so i was like well when people uh like search for us obviously the air force shit's gonna like come up but the fact that like the name wasn't taken i was just like hmm, okay yeah, yeah we'll do it. No, that's huge i want to say that's a huge thing for us too like it's really easy to find discord theory because there's literally nothing else named discord theory so yeah no that's good on you i'm surprised that wasn't taken either dude yeah yeah, yeah. crazy just especially how popular like first person shooter games are yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or just people getting high, you know? <laughs> Yo, so straight. So <laughs> That's what my idea was. Like, you're aiming to get stoned, you know? <laughs> so, fucking, um, I have, like, a Google alert set up. And, like, but, like, I'll always, like, have to, like, you know, put something else with it. Because at first I just put aim high and it would just be, I would get, like, 100,000 Google alerts a day. <laughs> and so, like, I'd, like, put, like, one of our song names or, like, you know, like, band or something like that. And I still get like google alerts that have like absolutely nothing <laughs> i'm just like oh maybe not no, no nice <laughs> that's funny fucking google alert discord theory it reminds me very much of like old like new metal bands that kind of has like that new metal like sound <laughs> i get that name. a lot if we're not new metal at all but we do have some heaviness and we do have some like rapping sections in a couple of our songs. So what yeah, you know, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna sneak on to like a butt rock uh, festival with the name. <laughs> dude, I mean, good. whatever. Octane rock is the biggest kind of rock right now, dude. Oh I'll, yeah. I'll get on that. That's where the money's at. I like Iceland Kills. <laughs> are they are they octane now? They're basically octane now, yeah. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Dude, I forgot the singer's name, but I actually, um, I met him like in 2005. He was trying to sell me his CD outside of Warp Tour, and I think it's crazy. Then that was like That's all cool, the way man. back in 2005. Yeah. And I bought the CD. I bought the CD. Yeah. So I, I still have it. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool because, and it also goes to show, man, people think this stuff happens overnight. Some bands grind for 10 plus years, you know? And it yeah. just takes time, and it's a step-by-step kind of thing, you know? Each album is new. It's a whole journey of its own to see where it's going to take you, each release in its own way, you know? It just That's takes like, some time. Mm-hmm. That's one of the key, like, important mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody. Like, it's, not, it's not a race. It's a marathon, man. Yeah. How much momentum you build up is actually, like, something you should look at as you, something you accumulate over the years like for every fan you make for every song you drop that's like a new set of ears you gotta count every set of ears you get Ooh. and just be great yeah because when you start getting mad and pointing fingers at like like why aren't you successful it's it's more of like that's a regressive trait you're just you're just backpedaling yourself when you start like second guessing your your fellow bandmates or just your product or your brand mm-hmm. or whatever it is yeah. Good to stay with, stick with it and try to keep learning. 
it's 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 always a learning experience everyone's path's not the same especially mm. in music One, uh, yeah. i mean what so how far success is there. like what like uh what's it called our our band polls and that just kind of like it just that's one of those things that just kind of worked and it worked with the algorithm and now we've like intro we've been introduced to what like thousands of people that way <laughs> That's just kind of how things yeah. go. You just kind of have it's, to throw things out there and see what happens, right? No. See it yeah. works, see what it, doesn't work. It's definitely, it's always good to just talk to everybody. Talk to mm -hmm. like every conversation, potential experience for growth. Like, don't be afraid to talk to people because talking is, that's half the, people think that you, to be a musician, be an artist, whatever, like, it's just like, you know, you release a CD and hope for the best. It's kind of like, you got to have that, like you mentioned with Haley Williams, because they had kind of like a grassroots movement. It's like, mm -hmm. got to start from every single person that like engages, interacts or listens to you, whether it be at shows on a Facebook post mm -hmm. or, or just someone sees your t-shirt out in the wild. And you're just like, yeah, that's my band. Mm -hmm. Listen, please shoot your yeah. shot. And everything. All it takes is like one follow up message after a show to like someone that you saw like the whole bunch of your posts. It was like rocking out extra hard at the show or whatever. It like really solidify that extra connection and be like, yo, thanks for rocking out with us. Or like, you know, I always try to throw, find that one person in the show that was like going the hardest for us and like be like, yo, MVP of the show and give him like a t shirt or something. <laughs> You know, it's a little stuff like that where I feel like you make those extra connections. But online, too, I feel like people just, especially musicians, get put down so much by all the rejection and all the no messages that sometimes it gets hard. But, yeah, you definitely just got to keep at it. Keep like, on keeping on. Uh-huh. Life's, Life's a garden, a dude. Garden, dude. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Anybody seen Joe Dirt, too? I haven't seen that one yet. I don't want to ruin Joe I think Dirt. Ryan might be the only one. I we talked Dallas, about it before. It has Dallas Taylor of of Maylene and Under Oath in it, so I kind of had to watch it. Oh, that. really? That's kind of fucking badass. Florida native. He plays Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now I'm happy but, to check it out just for that. Yeah. It was Didn't like they dropped new music. Hmm? Yeah, they dropped the song Friday. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Fire! I love song, banjos. Yeah, yeah. In my uh, they got yeah band banjo core. Mm -hmm. yeah. see, doing Next something thing. different doing something different though you know Hell yeah. like, I'm we got mainly putting banjos in songs and uh bill murray had steel guitars in his last and two albums ago it's like yeah. we're getting we're getting countryfied and this is got a i mean with country becoming as popular as it is i mean it's kind of like a no-brainer i mean even I would even say like the new Pierce the Veil even had like kind of like a twang to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I feel it like had, it was a little more Southern rockish. I would say that, that almost gave me more new metal vibes too. Yeah. Like people would like even grunge a little bit. Like, I, yeah, I totally. feel like it, that's kind of like what like old nostalgia acts or legacy acts or bands that have been around. I feel like when they release new music, it's kind of always a gamble of like, are they going to become butt rock or are they going to become... <laughs> you know, uh, octane core. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that. it feels like Pierce the Veil, like, I mean, I didn't listen to the whole song, but it feels feels like they were just trying to capture like what was kind of popular in the scene right now. You know what I mean? Like, 
I could feel that a little bit, but I feel like it TikTok was kids are listening to. Yeah. I, I felt like yeah. if that was the case, they would have gone full king for a day then because, you know, that's what's popular on TikTok right now. But I like that it had somewhat of a different vibe. But I, I do agree with you. It is kind of go more going for more of that octane kind of feel, you know? I mean, yeah. if you look at the, like, production and, like, the actual instrumentation of the song, it's nothing like anything Pierce Veil's put out in, like, mm. in like, 10 years, obviously. Yeah. I feel like if you were to take the song itself, like, like the song structure and the vocals and, like, just, like, redo the instrumental to make it sound like an old Pierce the Veil song, like, people, the people that said like oh i don't like this because it doesn't sound like old pierce, pierce the veil i feel like they wouldn't be able to tell the difference I feel that's like true i agree like a big instrumental change i'm actually a pretty big pierce the veil fan so i, I agree with dude, you pierce the veil like they're instrumental i mean like i i'm not a big fan of their lyrics but instrumentally they've always gone yeah. hard as hell like yeah. they, they have great guitar yeah. parts like, they've had, like great drum like, parts their guitarist like, goes, does like have done, done like flamenco type shit like, yeah oh, yeah Salsa. I mean, yeah, they were. I remember meeting them when they were like when Flair for a dramatic only album they had out. They like toured on that album for like two, mm-hmm. three. Yeah, that's like, when I got into them. Yeah, they're like a band's band. Like everybody seemed to like to gravitate with them. They put on good live shows, and I remember meeting them. Oh, yeah. They're just they're just super wholesome, friendly, the secret nice kids. Kid. Mm-hmm. Secret nice yeah. jump. It's me careful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now they were a huge influence they get, for they, me as far as like you can combine your Latino heritage with your pop punk oh, music. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the thing you can actually do and people are gonna like it. So I'm I dead. mean yeah. right here is there's a reason why awesome. they mentioned Texas in that in their song because it's just like they people went so hard for them here, just yeah. like all the yeah. It's like they 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 knew they knew who they were playing to, like in California, mm. Texas for sure, yeah. Without a doubt, dude. Like, it's good to know your audience, you know, like, mm-hmm. especially like it, it's good to be out there representing, you know, not only your culture, but like the music you love. And it's just like, I feel like post hardcore didn't really have a voice in that way that was yeah, as was big as Pierce. Very white dominated for quite <laughs> a long time. And Pierce the Veil, you know, just kind of rocked that whole dynamic for sure. Yeah. That and Bull in the Bronx fucking rocks, dude. Like, that flamenco yeah. guitar is the shit. I, don't, I think the last time I heard... Like, I think Queen was, like, the last band I heard, like, like just drop, like, a random-ass, like, flamenco breakdown in the song. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I kind of low-key think that, that the move is, like, definitely to get some more Latin, like, influence into, uh, like, post-hardcore, as think I think would be kind of really interesting if someone could pull that off because it's like reggaeton's huge right now and i think yeah. you could like if you people who can figure out how to pull that one off well i was I just think, saying andres yeah i'm wearing this shirt up he does it but he does kind of lean more yeah. on the on the poppier side of stuff so yeah that's what i'm trying to do with my band our new drummer he's from chile he's so the drums changed the whole game as far as like, oh the yeah so the drums for I, sure i'm trying to definitely add more of that Latin flair to more of our newer stuff. So hey, hopefully I can bring you what you want, my dude. Dude, that sounds <laughs> lit, man. I'm definitely gonna check that yeah. out. Like, oh yeah, I was like Song trying to actually cool. write a song kind of like that. Like I think a couple a year ago, and was just like, mm. 
get get like a reggaeton breakdown basically or something. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole different type of beat, yep. I guess. But. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe in you guys. Do, do it now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Go right. I'm working. All right. Bye. Let's go. Now. <laughs> Uh, have you guys checked out that new uh, Anthony Green project, the LS Dunes or whatever it was? Oh yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool. I like, like it a super a lot. group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Anthony Green can do no wrong. I I like the this like. I feel like we're kind of just redoing the two thousands right now, and we're kind of done <laughs> to post hardcore from new metal. Yeah, so, and yeah. then uh, we did pop punk for like a year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, now we're definitely more back in the post hardcore era and like yeah, this is like early emo. We're we're back at Thursday, yeah. Now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey man, with all this shit going on, people are angry. You know, people want more aggressive kind of music to be, to vibe to. You know, with all the COVID shit yeah. and the economy yeah. and housing and life oh, yeah. and you know everybody, I think it's more on that vibe. Like uh, we were kind of making a slightly popular music for a little bit. You know, still with a harder edge, but. Our fans could be like, where, where are the breakdowns? Like they, they want, they want it like, edge. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, that's a, and I, I can feel it. I mean, I feel the same way, you know, I get frustrated, tired, <laughs> tired, yeah. stressed, but you know, trying I mean, to make the dream come true every day. No damn coffee in this house. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I feel that. I feel like with, you know, all the issues that are going on in the world, it's good for people to have a voice, an outlet that they can kind of articulate their feelings. If, you know, cause some people listen to loud music and they're not loud people in real life. You know, sometimes people need somebody to kind of like mm-hmm. express that like frustration and anger and kind of like organize their thoughts into mm-hmm. a feeling or an expression. And I feel like yeah. with all, with all the, like, I don't know about y'all, but I've seen a lot of bands come back from my, like, teenage days, from my early 20s, and it's just like, wow, they're just as pissed off and, like, want to, like, <laughs> do something as much as I do, and it's just, like, it's good to see. It's, like, a really good time for the scene. I feel like we're still a little bit left on, like, live support, you know, like, maybe yeah. shows aren't as it could be, and, like, there's still not, like, a, like, there's tons of festivals, for sure but we don't have a work tour we don't have a taste of chaos we don't have uh the traveling circus of nightmares yeah that, you know the, the, <laughs> yeah because because even sad summer school but it doesn't have that like touring aspect as big and it doesn't have that built up. Like built-in audience yeah you know and it's just like i feel like the more society rolls on i feel like we're coming more closer to something like that i like i've seen a lot more cruises than i have <laughs> <laughs> what's wow, the demo team cruise, if i had cruise yo. money <laughs> <laughs> the demo I, team cruise let's go well i mean <laughs> let's just like start at like maybe a demo team canoe or something like yeah. first before we get a cruise like maybe a barge like the demo block. team boat that'd ride. be cool actually you know let's just like actually put on like a little festival or something like that first before we start like no that would be awesome dude yeah well hey why don't we do it we, we, you guys got a lot of people you know and just 
the swim squad. We got a few booking people. I can help book Tampa. I know Caleb can help book. Oh, I mean, I, like I, I got something I kind of want to do sometime soon, but I don't know. You know, I, I'm I kind of um financially collapsed recently. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm only that. getting back on my feet again. But yeah, I just but we'll see tour, what's up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that, but no, I think something like that would be cool. You know, like a smaller grassroots warp tour as. Ryan was saying, I like the word grassroots. I haven't heard that one in a minute. But yeah, I like that aspect. So I'm like, that would be epic. I'm all about that. I just want to... <laughs> what did you say, Ryan? I said, I'm all about that organic growth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to, like, you know... I like the good old days. We go out to, like, someone's, like, backyard or, like, someone had a ranch or whatever and just, like, a bunch of bands just play or whatever. And, like, mm. maybe it's, like, the middle of winter and you built a bonfire or some shit like that. Like, that shit was fun. Yeah, I know. That's sort of legit. Yeah. So, cool. last October, toward uh, <laughs> the second after, and one of the shows, I think it was in Chapel Hill, uh, it was this dude. He has, like, a BMX company, but he uh built a stage on like his back porch and like built like these bmx ramps and like they literally they just had like a big ass bonfire and like everybody from like around the area came and like we played Epic. on like the makeshift stage yeah on his back porch but it was like super lit and like super awesome vibe so yeah i definitely yeah, yeah. man that's awesome i do miss those that's... too we need more stuff like that yeah yeah definitely and, like, when you don't have, you know, a real venue, you can, like, you know, probably pay people. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. That's, I feel like you could probably, like, split the money in a more productive way for the bands, I think, for tickets. If you have a cover and things like that, you can also, you yeah. know, sell alcohol for cheaper. You can do all kinds of things. Um. I think if you're trying to like help bands out, you don't have to take a merch cut from people. Um, yeah. If you if the bands are selling merch, like I think the more grassroots you get, I think you could potentially do a lot of things that um, you know really support bands. Like that, as opposed to you know giving eighty percent of your money to the venue or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. This is all and the promoter me, and the manager and the booker. And yeah, all exactly. Cash, this has made me think maybe perhaps we should talk to Zach of Ghost Killer and maybe we should try to like bug Mike Zemer. I mean, I mean, we could have a demo. Team Mike Zemer. Well, we I mean, I've I, I do have some little plant eaglings things. Once I get a little more stable, I was going to talk to Turner about something about Turner. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Turner. That's I know actually... he's going through a little something right now, but I mean, shout out to Turner. He's a cool good dude. Great music with a low drama. That's actually yeah, yeah. how. What? That's how me and Caleb met. We met uh, when we were at uh, Ben Rosette, and then they just got a little drama, just got signed to Spirit Vision Records, and mm -hmm. we, uh, yeah, we worked together really on helping. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. fun. I had a lot of fun yeah. doing that. That was great. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And just yeah, like we were talking about him. earlier, like whenever you know you're working with like you know different people and stuff like that, like always gotta be open minded. You know? You're cutting off Caleb helping out Turner doing 
Um, you cut off. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can You're hear kind you. kind of breaking up a little bit, but. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I believe in you. <laughs> we got little Geronimo Turner. Yeah, go check out little Geronimo and go love Turner Cruz. He's like the like the sweetest man. He's like if a dog became a person, like Turner. <laughs> Well, and he's like, seems like he's always helping everyone out too. Nah, so, dude, that dude yeah. always comes through. And, Him yeah. and Ryan. <laughs> I <ain't> Ryan. <laughs> that dude. Oh, that man. dude, Ryan. Dude, that's always bothering me on he's... Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure a lot of people actually feel that way. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, nah, off... <laughs> I love you, bro. You know, I actually like term- phone check. I I love making cool internet friends. Like I met you, and Caleb. I've only known through the internet stuff, and now we lost Caleb, but it's uh, over. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah, no, internet home is where it's at, especially with the entertainment music stuff. Someday me and Ryan will I mean, meet, make- but I'm a little afraid to make it more than just internet homing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take it to the next level yet, man. <laughs> too soon <laughs> too soon you don't want to meet IRL dude <laughs> what if he catfishes me oh man he's actually been using a, a face app this whole time <laughs> <laughs> he's been on what's it called um deep faking oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been deep faking for years yeah I'm actually beats I'm actually a VTuber. This is my, uh, I'm actually like a 76 year old woman. Um, <laughs> Avatar, it's a goofy looking bird. <laughs> oh, I sent Caleb another. I think he said something about safe driving mode or something. I don't know. This Tesla is he man, driving. They... <laughs> oh man, can't even. Yeah. That's why oh, I like oh. old cars because they're just, their only problems they have is they're crappy. But. <laughs> Good one, bro. Hey, yeah, man, cars were like a time <coughs> when cars were only, you know, like what? they made them like you can just up and they can keep going. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> What'd you say? Whoa. I, Whoa. I said. <laughs> I was talking about cars. I was saying like you know old cars. There is like a certain era from like the late '80s to like the early '90s, I believe, that they made cars too well that that they don't they, they wouldn't like break down. Nissans. Yeah, yeah, like and all and if it all you fix them up and then they they are running good as new. Oh God! And- drop my play my. Also, I mean, like, I know in there, like, so they couldn't sell new cars, but also, I mean, like, I guess yeah, the other thing is, like, yeah, I mean, like, they, old cars break down or whatever, but you can, like, pretty easily fix the problems with them. You yeah. just uh, replace new the cars. New cars, it's like the computer's really broken, everything's days. broken. Yeah, it's like, well, mm-hmm. this, you mean that this whole piece is made out of expensive plastic <laughs> and it broke because it's made out of plastic? But it's really expensive because it's a beamer. Yeah. Or honestly, like even the cheap cars are expensive. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Caleb. I sent him another message, but aim high. Yeah. <laughs> aim high. <laughs> aim high. Yeah. And we, we were we were here. Aim high. 
shit. Nah, they might rock suits. They're cool, yeah. They yeah. Got a, we, sh- we didn't get to talk to him about their features. He needs to get I know. On. Damn. I didn't want to know. Features that's, for days. That's why he left. That's he didn't want to drive. He's probably doing a feature. <laughs> he didn't want to insult anybody from the features by saying which was his favorite. <laughs> you know what? I don't blame him. That and they have such cool <laughs> song names too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now my favorite part is that they got all the cameos and they put them in the songs of the celebrities saying shit. That's my <laughs> favorite part of that record. Like the fucking Charlie fucking, what's his name? Can't believe I'm forgetting his last name. Fucking Charlie from Two and a Half Men. Charlie Sheen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got Charlie Sheen on the record and they put featuring Charlie Sheen, even though it's just like a cameo or something that they must have got. Dang, I wanted to ask him about that. Now I'm bummed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all good. Caleb. He's such a smart businessman. He leaves you wanting more. <laughs> you leave- now I'm sure we can so probably like- make a part two of this happen. Uh, I'm probably going to have to bounce here too in a little bit because my phone is dying and I'm using my yeah. headphones. We got Dang. that. We got that solid hour of just good, solid content. I'm not going to like twist good arms. Banter. Hell yeah. yeah. I feel like. I feel like me and Cash were a little bit, uh, I would say, ru- that, not rusty, but I mean, it's been a minute since we've been like putting together we're interviews. Excited. So, <laughs> yeah. Cash said he was available this week, and I was just like, hell yeah, I'm going to just start asking all the homies. And then he went online and he's like, who needs their Bandussi 8? And I was just like, <laughs> Bandussi? <laughs> not Bandussi. Bandussi. Pussy. Bussy. Bussy. <laughs> <laughs> Bandusi. I don't know, I always pronounce it bandu. I always thought it was like Usi. Well, I mean, I know it's pussy, but I don't know. I always pronounce it more like double O than, than just straight U. Than like, what is that soft? What is that soft U instead of hard U? Or I don't know. I, I'm not a linguist. Neither am I, but I'm trying to be a writer. So, what does that say? oh <laughs> uh, no it is yeah funny, in my head but... i heard bandusi even though it's bandusi i guess but bandusi <laughs> that's how i've been pronouncing <laughs> pronounce bandusi like well, that should bandusi. be our next yeah step. pussy bandusi that's the new that's <laughs> the new name of our we interview bandusi we ate the but bandusi <laughs> The demo team Odussy. Yeah, Ryan, did you ever uh, hit up Lee for that interview? Lee, who's Lee? Lee dies. Oh fuck! Um, I want to say I did, and because you gave me an email, right? Yeah, I can give you a phone number too. I don't know we won that on record, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I emailed him through the demo team. I wanna, but I don't mm. know if I because. Cash, you know who Lee Diaz is, right? Or Dice? Uh, Lee Diaz. D-Y-E-S-S. I think maybe. Who is it? The, the person that uh, recorded the one album that gets mentioned more than, like, about as much as Linkin Park, uh, Dear Diary, My Teen Angst Has a Body Count. That's who yeah. I All worked right. with. Yeah, so Lee, he recorded that for From First to Last. He also recorded Mayday Parades, Tales Told by Dead Friends. 
I he said also my friend. did. Yeah, I said my friends on fire. A couple like iconic scene albums. Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky enough to get to record with that dude. So I was trying to set up you guys to do an interview with him hopefully one day. So oh, I was yeah. just asking. I think that's like buried oh, in my yeah. inbox. Pretty sure I emailed him. I want to say I did because of course I did because I'm, I'm, I don't know anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a long time. If it wasn't David, it was me. Like <laughs> first to last episode because yeah, because we've that had, was a good episode. Yeah, we've had Derek. Oh, yeah. Travis, he's told me like several times now. He's like, I'll come on one day. He's just like, I'm just busy. Yeah. But he's an know. actor. Matt Good is probably hard Sometimes, to get to. He's think, doing all those right. Octane bands. I think, yeah, I don't think, I think maybe Moses maybe one time had Matt say yes or maybe or some shit. But uh, yeah, Matt Good is still down. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly busy all the time like he'll like my meme sometimes if i get into like a certain mood and i start making for personal <laughs> but <laughs> yeah all those but, guys are super busy yeah like, I dude i want him to make a comeback so bad they dropped those two songs i really like that surrender yeah. one specifically and nothing oh else. dude surrender was so good it was like came out during summer like it, it was yeah, like one of those dude. like seasonal like it defines your it defines like your whole totally. summer yeah 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 but I feel like we might be getting a from first to last song this year because uh, yeah. Matt whispers. Was, yeah, he was teasing on his uh, Twitter that they could drop a song, but it would have to be Matt Good on vocals. And I was just like, where's the problem here? I don't see a I problem. I agree. I'm actually yeah. a fan of the Matt Good era, like some I of mean, my favorite from first to last music. Yeah. Self-titled. Sonny can always just re-record it later or something like that, right? <laughs> You were, but they, they were, were even really dropping um, or something like yeah it's they were even dropping random singles with Matt on vocals when Sonny was still in the band like a couple of those like Christmas songs that they did was with Matt on vocals and stuff Christmas and 12, Christmas yeah. Xmas and um yeah. I think even uh I wanna say like Santa Apocalypse which I think was the last Christmas song they did I don't yeah. even think I want to say Spencer was on it, but I don't even think Spencer was on that. I mean, he yeah. might have. No. no but I love Matt Good on vocals, dude. Yeah. Throwing the Wolves is probably my second favorite from first to last album. That album is so sick. I could listen Lee to that. He recorded show. that one, too. He recorded that yeah. one, too. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Lee, man. Yeah, great dude. Hell yeah. But I feel like we're wrapping up on the end of your battery life i don't want to yeah yeah i'd rather cut it than just be like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we record people till they drop off man we just we, 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 we go all the way <laughs> for sure we'll until they decide to watch matrix resurrections we just keep recording them hey, the, i would rather watch matrix better. resurrections than uh <laughs> talk to you <laughs> yeah i haven't seen that i don't oh, know if man. i want to uh, yeah, we do a pretty good rundown of it on our last episode with uh, oh, yeah. Brandon Ewing. Yeah, I missed that one. Not really good rundown, but you know, it's. I think all the information on whether or not you should watch it is kind of in there. Yeah. So much. Should cut that out and make a separate segment, demo team, movie reviews, and then and you got to <laughs> hold on market. You, you should do Matrix it. Resurrections versus uh, Coed and Cambria as a poll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. That's good. 
All right, uh, dang. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Our Matrix Resurrections versus um, what was that movie with Scarlett Johansson? The freaking what's the anime? Karamar Blakin. Oh, kind of uh, stuff. Aeon Ghost, Flux, right? Yeah, or, no, no, Ghost in the no, Shell. No. Ghost in the, Ghost shell, in the right? shell. That'd be a good pull. There you go. Just like random bad movies. Yeah. Jodor 2. <laughs> Versus Zoolander 2. There you go. Or Anchorman 2. I haven't even seen Zoolander 2. I just see Anchorman <laughs> 2 in theaters like a couple times. I think that, I think you guys just like answered your own question of if they ever made a movie, a biopic of Coheed and Cambria's life, Scarlett Johansson obviously would play Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> he has the awesome. I watched that. She's got I mean, the lip. Got, yeah. Why don't? Why would they make a biopic Cody Cambria when they could, you know, actually bring the whole mythology to life? Armory That's going to be the next Amazon show. Jeff Bezos <laughs> is going to buy Coheed and Cambria and make a Coheed and Cambria show. Uh, which, I wouldn't be surprised. Which billionaire um, do you think is most likely to be a Coheed and Cambria fan? Ooh. Who would who who has the Elon money to like Musk, pull that come off? On. Mm, nah, I don't think so. Bill Gates, maybe though. I don't know because I think Elon Musk tries to be more trendy and like with the kids. Yeah, but like... that doesn't mean you're really a fan. Like I'm sure he's listening to Cody Cambria, but I just don't think he'd be into it. <laughs> you gotta remember, billionaires are not human beings. They're billionaires. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually... definitely not. What's his? It's not Zuckerberg for sure. They're just uh, AI I mean, at this point. Yeah. Jeff Bezos be like, yeah, sure, make it. Um, I don't he know. Probably, Whoa. Oh, that right. was the yeah. eclipse. That was cool. I was ah. like, man, you got you got some cool <laughs> effects on your phone, dude. <laughs> this is a laptop, but yeah, I mean the sun's shining right behind me. Maybe we should think about that. Maybe I should go to a different room. I think we lost Louise. Yeah. This phone died. Now there's only two. <laughs> I'm digging your. <laughs> Bastard. get that what? sky get that sky ussy out of my face <laughs> we're doing lens flares <laughs> yeah. but that's sky ussy sky vagina um i cannot hair, believe we just did lens flares i'm gonna tweet yeah. that <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, you keep you're gonna keep growing your hair out i like the edward scissorhand looks it's, it's... um i kind of like it it's like I like it with its length right now. Even it's kind of like a little dead though, so I probably need to get it trimmed. But um, no, I kind of like it. I like the way it's kind of like emo-ish shaped, but also like kind of I don't know, a little crazy, a little, it's a little bit of everything. It's yeah, fun. Dude. This was fun. I'm glad we did this interview today. I'm gonna try to keep your hair out. Yeah, I, I, I it's been six years. I don't think I'm gonna cut it <laughs> <laughs> for six more years. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's been this long. I might, I, I got the same problem where I got a lot of dead ends. You can see, like, it looks like mist hair. <laughs> well, no, I mean, same here. Yeah, I'm glad we did this. Sharp tooth is gonna have to reschedule because Thursday right. doesn't. Well, now that we're talking schedule, I guess we should um unrecord, and then because I, right. I, all you we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta pull out correctly, right? Yeah, everyone, thank you for listening to the Demo Team Podcast. This has been Ryan and Cash. We were with Aim High and Discord Theory. Please go listen to them. Follow them on social media. Dude, they're great bands, like super fresh in both ways. Um, Aim High has like crazy features that like 
it'll it'll make your day listening like you know seeing who they play with and um discord theory is just like weird in like a really cool creative way so you they're definitely worth both worth checking out who the fuck's calling me from andrews texas all right oh, my storage unit but thanks for all right let's unrecord this baby um wait where's that where's that thingy oh here we go you mean fumbling the technology yes